With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. This is the Kelly Golden Show on 94.3 WSC. WSCC Goose Creek, Charleston. Hey, it's Blazin' for Kelly this Monday morning. I hope you had a good weekend. I hope that you're going to have the chance to enjoy Thanksgiving. I'm kind of interested to know how you're going to handle Thanksgiving. Are you still going to have celebrations? Are you going to travel? Are you going to limit your celebrations? Are you going to wear masks inside your house? Are you going to wear masks in between your, your bites of turkey? And I'm not, I'm not trying to be smart uh, about it. I truly want to know. How do you plan on handling that? Hey, I've got Greg on the air uh, here with me. Greg, uh, where are you calling from, Greg? I had a, I answered the phone right before I came back on the air, so uh, I didn't get well, to right screen now, you properly. I'm calling from downtown Charleston. I woke up around Thunderville, but I just wanted to talk a little bit about the big tech influence on the election. Yeah, okay. Well, you know, after World War II, <clears throat> when the Soviet Union took over Eastern Europe, Winston Churchill coined the phrase Iron Curtain because he thought like an Iron Curtain had descended on Europe and they couldn't get any more information or out. And today, what we have is a Silicon Curtain that will not allow Americans to voice their opinions unless they're approved by oligarchs like um, Mark Zuckerberg, who sat there in front of Congress and smugly denied any kind of censorship of conservatives and he feigned ignorance uh, that anything was going on and that's what we're up against, really, is the Silicon Curtain. And you can use that phrase all you want now. I think that's but, a great phrase, Greg. And, uh, you know, it reminds me of, you know, my, my dad used to say, and, and I'm, I'm, I'm going to uh, put this in a nutshell, the problem with all of these rules and, uh, you know, in the, in the government telling you what you can and can't do constantly down to every little detail is who gets to decide and the same thing with uh, with what you're talking about with Mark Zuckerberg and big tech and everything. So you see where they're they're stamping. Even the fact checkers go to the fact check sites and look at the backflips that they do to say this is uh, false because uh, or this is a half truth or and it's again it comes down to who gets to decide and there's a bias in who gets to decide and I think that's the dangerous thing because the, the internet was the last frontier of any kind of freedom uh and now the uh the, the people that are benefiting from that the most are trying to take that away from you well the way the united states countered the iron curtain back in those days when it created these radio free europe's and it created its own services and things of that nature um maybe that's something we could do grassroots without depending on corporations uh there has to be some other ways to get uh, information on the people using technology, but just staying on Twitter thinking things are going to get better or Facebook, it's not going to happen. They're, they're in lockstep with the Democratic Party and with globalism and the corporations who 
don't want people to have their own opinions that differ from theirs. So, like I said, to get around the silicon curtain, uh, you're going to have to do that. And, you know, it seems like the world today is ruled by the millennial or the Zoomer with the smartphone. Uh, they don't want to look in depth. They don't read magazines. They don't read news articles. They just get their news in 140 character tweets or sound bites. They don't really get to explore, you know, deeply yeah. the issues or anything. Or some, co- and, you know, or some comedian's clip off of YouTube or whatever it might be. Yeah. So how do you get around that? How do you get the information out? in ways that they'll engage it with a lot more depth and uh, preciseness. Uh, I don't know if uh, what President Trump did on Twitter was good or bad, but they say that um, everything I read says, you know, he lost on tw- uh, Twitter and Facebook. And that could be because they framed everything he said. They deleted things. They uh, censored what he said. They, they, you know, they framed it to make him look crazy and everything. So they didn't do that to any other president in the United States history, but they did that to him. But... He did all kinds of things to him over the last four years. And like him or hate him, he was treated unfairly. And then they say, oh, you're going to cry about how unfairly you were treated. But he was treated unfairly. And, uh, and, and we've just seen the tip of the iceberg on the nefarious things behind the scenes that they try to do to him uh, to discredit him. Uh, to knock him off track, yeah, and uh, and and look at everything. It failed Russia, the the Russia hoax, the impeachment, the whole thing, up until the coronavirus, right? And they took a, a great economy that he built back, and they destroyed it. And then now you see Joe Biden up there saying he's going to reverse all those things that made the economy great in the first place, uh, which you know get rid of the fracking and uh, you know make play nice with China so Hunter can get another check I guess and and take care of uh, the rest of his family and so on and yeah, so forth. Yeah, it's a possibility. There's a possibility everything could have went right in 2020, and the Silicon Curtain still could have did this to Trump. As a high possibility, even with the economy booming, things going well, because uh, there's a lot of people satisfied and what 80 million of them that still voted for him so they were just after some some kind of device like with the melon voting um where they could actually you know circumvent the democratic process or voter id or checking or affirming votes and you can't sit there and say with common sense that the election was fair it was not fair no it wasn't it was not fair by any stretch of the imagination so that's another one of those things that's coming from behind the silicon curtain it's this megaphone of lies that they have, man, we have to get around it. So you got to realize they're not your friends. You can't use them. You can't rely on them. You got to develop systems that can go around it. Well, Greg, that's an interesting point, and I think uh, that there's a whole lot of people. I don't know if there's enough, uh, but there's a whole lot that are becoming woke to what's going on uh, with with all of these. Uh, with like you said, uh, big tech, you know, the media. Uh, even our own U.S. government, and call it conspiracy theory or not, but something doesn't smell right in Denmark, right? So I've got to take a break here, Greg, but I appreciate yes, the call this morning. Have a happy Thanksgiving and a good week, all right? All right, thanks, boys. Putting the new in news. Yes, here I come, future. 94.3 WSC, the Low Country's news station. Hey, I want to thank everybody for the great calls so call, uh, so far this morning. We're just getting started. John in Mount Pleasant had a great conversation with him. Just got off the line with Greg. He brings up an interesting point about, uh, you know, the silicon curtain. That's the first time I heard that phrase being used. But uh, Greg said, you know, we, we called it the iron curtain. Winston Churchill coined that phrase uh, to describe, you know, communism spreading and how they put up an iron curtain. There was no information going in and out. 
and uh, the the Silicon, uh, you know, the the big tech media guys uh, have not been responsible in the power that they've been granted through these social platforms, if you ask me. And of course, that's just opinion. But what made them uh, so successful and hugely great in the first place, and again, this is just my opinion, is that uh, the internet was the last frontier of any kind of uh, freedom. And it also gave you control. You didn't have to tune in to the nightly news anymore and take what they fed you uh, as the truth. And that was uh, that was all you got, unless you want to go read some books and some in-depth magazine essays or stories. Uh, and, you know, we see that most of that's gone. Print media is almost all gone. And uh, now we have to rely on big tech for this stuff. And, uh, and it is not uh, the, the, the last free frontier anymore. Now it's all on lockdown and fact-checked, and they're going to decide what kind of information you should see and not see. Shouldn't it be left up to you to decide what is false and what is not and gather as much information as you can to foment that opinion? They think you're too stupid to do that. And they almost tell you that right to your face. So I don't know. These are, are scary times. And, uh, and as I said before, you start losing faith in the institutions when you can't trust the mainstream media. And I don't know that you ever could, to tell you the truth. A lot of people lament the, the days of uh, oh, Uncle Walter Cronkite when he just reported the news. Even he didn't report the news. He was a liberal and he reported the news with a, a liberal slant. If you don't believe me, go back and look. Go back and what he did about the, you know, what he did uh, single-handedly to, to change the course of the Vietnam War. So, uh, so the liberal slant has been there with us for a long time, but there were other things to offset it, and then, uh, and then the internet came along, and we thought that was the answer, but apparently not. From Pennsylvania Avenue to Rivers Avenue, 94.3 WSC gives you the headlines and the context you need to stay informed. 94.3 WSC, the Low Country's news station. Hey, it's blazing for Kelly this Monday morning. I'm in tatters. Seven two one talk seven two one eighty two fifty five. I kind of am in tatters after uh, camping this weekend. <laughs> so I'm not a camper. I'm a hotel motel guy to the core, right? I've never been camping in my life. We bought some property down in Beaufort, uh, you know, on the marsh. Beautiful piece of property. Decided that we would take up camping. Sounded like fun. So uh, this weekend was our second attempt at that. The first one, uh, it went all right for half of it. And then the, uh, the second half, I didn't pay enough attention to uh, rising tide charts. And there happened to be a very big tide uh, that weekend. And uh, yes, it invaded our campground. So not so much fun waking up to uh, water lapping at the tent and having to uh, move the whole campsite. My fault. Uh, and I'm like, hey, chalk one up for uh, learning things about camping and I'm learning things about nature and everything else in the process. So this weekend, I learned two things. One is don't trust the, uh, the weather forecast. And two, uh, my tent is not waterproof. Says it is. <laughs> But I found out in the middle of the night when it started pouring rain and, uh, you know, and it just started kind of, it wasn't pouring down in there, but uh, it made it mighty uncomfortable. Uh, so anyway, that was my weekend. Hopefully you had a restful weekend and hopefully you're going to have a good uh, Thanksgiving week. 
Uh, we've talked about what you're going to do for Thanksgiving. Are you going to follow the CDC guidelines? Uh, the CDC says that uh, you should not travel. They advise against travel over the Thanksgiving holiday. Amidst this critical phase of the COVID-19 pandemic, CDC is recommending against travel during the Thanksgiving period. They also suggest that you wear a mask in your own home. Take those extra precautions, even wearing masks within your own home. So are you going to follow these CDC guidelines? And there's plenty more. And uh, we'll see if we have time to get to all of the guidelines this morning. But uh, I've got Cole on the line with me from Johns Island. Good morning, Cole. Hey, good morning. Hey, so you said you have an interesting job. So you uh, you trade, uh, you're in the sales business for airplanes? I am. We um, we like to jokingly say we flip birds for a living. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, so you had a, an interesting take on the whole mask thing. So what's your opinion on it? You know, I, I go all over the place and, and, and I, you know, at distance and I wash my hands, but it, it really seems like when you're, when you're out in the public, like I am all the time, I'm leaving for Colorado Springs in a couple hours, it, you see people touching these masks, pulling them up over their face, down over their face, wearing them halfway under their nose. They're absolutely doing no good because their fingers are touching credit cards, doorknobs, chairs, seat, every your fingers are touching everything. Then you touch the mask. It's, it's almost like the mask is, is a super spreader device. And I, I really think that what they're doing, it's first a social you know, control mechanism. But second, it, it, it really, the mask, it may, if it is effective, all it's going to do is just slow down the progression of the disease through society, which it's going to do. It's not going to go away. It, it's minuscule, microscopic. It goes right through the mask. The mask does nothing to stop it. Well, somebody had posted a video up online where it showed somebody uh, inhaling smoke and then blowing it through the mask, and it just showed you like how ineffective the mask really is, right? They really are. They, my my son-in-law is a, a, an ER doctor, and and and, and he, he kind of scoffs at it. It just unless you're wearing one of the M what is it M ninety fives or something like yeah, that. Yeah, the like the uh, yeah the hyper you know the 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 professional grade mask, right? Right. And you see people walking around with a hose over their face or just anything. It's a social control mechanism because you can put, I saw one guy on an airplane and he had this mask on that, that had really large holes in it, like pencil lead size holes in the whole thing. And he's like, yeah, I can just put this over my face. I can breathe a lot easier. <laughs> and they consider that to be a mask. Yeah. Or pull it down over their mouth and leave their nose exposed or, you know, use that mask over and over and over again. And, and like you said, I mean, you touch and think about all the things that you touch, and that's one thing that it made me cognizant of. Uh, you know, every time you open a door, go on an elevator, go into a store, I mean, uh, even... And the credit cards. The credit cards, even shopping for vegetables. I mean, what, you pick up the vegetable and you're like, oh, this one's got a soft spot in it, this one. Everybody's handling all of those things, not to mention the, the production chain all the way through, right? So, I mean, I don't know what the answer is there. But I find it interesting that in the first lockdown, they kept saying, we just have to flatten the curve, flatten the curve. Remember, Dr. Rafauci, flatten the curve. Right. And then we flatten flatten the, curve. the curve, and guess what? Uh, now the curve has unflattened again, and we're back at uh, square yep. one, if you, if you believe the, the information out there. And I don't... You know, I don't know if I do. If you if you can pull up uh, these these uh, you know a bar chart uh, comparing like the the influenza from year after year, and see how the influenza numbers like dipped way down, and uh, and the COVID cases went way up. 
So, uh, you know, are they counting the flu as COVID? And we've all heard the stories about where, you know, they receive payments uh, for the for positive COVID cases and where people have done their own experiments and sent in blank swabs and it comes back positive. And uh, And, and in all of these stories. Since I haven't given my son-in-law's name, I'm going to tell a funny story. He said he had one lady come into the hospital that tested positive. Then in an effort to go back to work, she came in to be tested again and again and again. And I think she came in like nine more times. So they submitted, he saw that the hospital submitted nine new cases of COVID for this one lady that that, he was aware of. Well, the interesting thing to me is if you look at overall deaths in the United States, the overall death count is down from year over year. Not just COVID, just people that have died, right? Flat out deaths in the United States. The number is down for 2020. So that, that doesn't quite jive with what they're telling us. Uh, about- One quick funny, funny observation. There's only three entities that have been able to make me wear an air, uh, a, a mask: uh, Delta, American, and United. And and they make me get on the plane with a mask, or they'll put me on a no-fly list. But then, as soon as they start handing out water and food, every mask in the plane comes off. And as long as you got that bottle of water in your hand, the mask stays off. It's it's BS. It's Right. It's ridiculous. I mean, same thing. Yeah, you can go into the restaurant, and as soon as you sit down in your booth, everybody knows that you're hermetically exactly. sealed inside your booth, and it's okay <laughs> to take your mask off. And as long as you go out before 10 o'clock at night or whatever arbitrary number that they, uh, you know, because COVID yeah. only comes, it only hits, well, it hits restaurants after it, 10 apparently o'clock. after 10 o'clock and bars apparently after midnight, and who knows about the big box stores. And yeah, I mean, it's just, uh, just kind of hard to believe. And I think... It, it may be at our own detriment because, you know, we should, with with any kind of um, uh, virus or, or sickness or anything like that, we should take that seriously and protect ourselves. But the more and more that they uh, come out with these B, this BS, like you said, the less people are going to follow any kind of instructions like that and the less that they're going to be willing to uh, protect themselves or their neighbors. So I think it's kind of self-defeating in the end. I think it's more likely that if we wore rubber gloves, we'd do a better job of, of slowing the spread than masks. I think it goes back to uh, common hygiene, which we should have been practicing all along. Anyway, wash your hands, you know, and don't pick your nose or stick it down your pants or do whatever you're going to do and then touch everything. Be cognizant of uh, your surroundings and uh, wash your hands and, and maybe not. I was always kind of uncomfortable anyway. I, I'm not quite a germaphobe, but... I'd always get uncomfortable with in tight packed spaces with uh, with other people anyway before this whole thing hit. I love your show. I've got to get on a plane to Colorado Springs. Well, Cole, have a safe trip and a happy Thanksgiving, and I appreciate the call this morning. Dude, love your show. Thank you. Thanks. 721-TALK, 721-8255. We'll put you right here in the studio. It's blazing for Kelly. Mornings with Kelly Golden on 94.3 WSC. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.